everyone, welcome to another episode of One Mic Night Talk. We're so glad to have you back. Thank you for everybody who's returning and all the new listeners out there. We appreciate you. My name is Marcos Luis. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and host of One Mic Night Talk. And I'm here with my two lovely co-hosts. Yes, I'm Ashley. <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm Liz Menezes. Opinionated and ready. She's still opinionated, everybody. I'm still opinionated and <laughs> ready, damn it. <laughs> still. All right, guys. How how what's going on, you guys? How was the weekend? Oh my gosh. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what I say too. Like I need a I need I was looking at um I haven't okay, so I have this thing, right? Where I relax and I look at flights, I look at hotels. And I haven't done this in about Wait a minute, is that that's a date? That's a ritual for you? Like oh, you it's just, a ritual. Yeah, really? it's, it's a ritual for me. Like, but that's how I like whenever I need to like daydream or decompress or just relax. Like, or even like before I go to bed, I always look at hotels and flights. Like and it'd be like random places. I'm like, oh, how much would it cost to go to Croatia? Let me go on Hopper. Like, I do that all the time. Or Is this that. your virtual vision board? Yeah, like it's my vision board. Oh, it's, okay, so I got a vision board for like the trips I'm going to go to. This is, this is just for me to like relax. This is how I relax. Really? This is interesting. Yeah. Let's let's just talk about this. So yeah. it's a relaxing. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> right. It would give me anxiety because I would want to be right. wherever it is that I'm looking. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's so relaxing because I love like hotels. Mm -hmm. Like and it's so weird because I've never stayed in an Airbnb. I've always stayed in like hotels. Me neither. I've never stayed in an Airbnb. And so I've always go on I love booking.com because one thing about booking.com you get like a lot of like they have good deals but they have a lot of pictures you can look at the hotel they be having like 85 pictures and i'll be like doo, 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 doo. this is not a paid endorsement for booking.com <laughs> well, no, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly right. they should sponsor me because pretty much all the hotels i've stated is through booking there so y'all should uh -huh. sponsor me at least right. one. wait but wait what about when you see these pictures and when you get to these places, they look nothing like this. Nothing oh, my like places this. look exactly like this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Booking that time is really good. And like, <laughs> you get exactly what you paid for. And even better. I yeah. stayed in one place in Cambodia. You went to Cambodia? Yeah, it was hot. Ooh. Really? Cambodia is like a place I've always wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. And so how I went was one of my friends, shout out to Jay. He asked me to go on his birthday trip. And we've always been track buddies over years in Baltimore. And we went and we did Cambodia. We did Bangkok. You know, it was, Cambodia is really my, I huh? want to go to Cambodia again in the fall. Like Cambodia is really a beautiful place. Really? A return visit to Cambodia? Oh, yeah. No, I'm just uh, seriously like that. It's it's really shocking to me, and nothing really? against Cambodia, it just never has been on my list of places to go. Oh my, you would like it. Really, you would really. What did you like about it? What did you like about it? Oh my gosh, I liked the people there. I liked that. Um, don't get me wrong, the flights long, which I don't mind long flights, but I liked that it was just like 
the nature of it all and the bougie part I like because you can live so good in luxury and it's not that expensive in Southeast Asia. Mm. So I really love that. It was just really, really nice. And um, we volunteered um, to teach kids English. We were there for like a day doing that. Uh, it was just, I mean, the people there were just really nice. I just loved it. Like we stayed on the countryside it was just really lovely. I just loved it. It was just really nice. There, I don't know. It's just the energy of Cambodia was just really cool. Mm-hmm. I just loved the energy. The food. So people the- were very receptive, you know, were they receptive because you were American? Oh, yeah, very receptive. Yeah. It wasn't weird. It English. wasn't gawking at you. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just like, yeah, they were really receptive. Like, it was really, like I said, like, I've never been to China and I always hear that you know, when you go there, like, you know, they start, but here, no, they weren't like that at all. They, I mean, the only thing it was like, they probably don't never see like, like black people, like, oh, you're, you know what I mean? But they yeah, I was going to say, did they see, were there Africans there? Did you see people of dark color, uh, no, India, Indian? I, I maybe saw Bengali. I, I saw like two random like black people. And that was it. I didn't see a lot of like, um, like Africans or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, Anchor Walks is what they're really known for, their ancient temple. And that was oh. like, magical. That was gorgeous. Really? Right. Yeah. You know, you was, like, really nice. You talking about this makes me think of what, what I, what has, which brings me to the question I'm going to ask. Thinking about these places, and not that I'm saying that it's like that, but. I've always wanted to do humanitarian work. Like you said, you you were teaching children out there and that right. was gratifying. Well, we one day we did it by surprise. Like our guide opened up a school. And so oh. it was like, would you come? And I was like, well, if we're going to come, let's buy like um, books and food right. and drinks. Because wow. everything was cheap there. Like even getting a fish, like getting fish, like I had pineapple chicken. Like it cost like two dollars. Wow. Yeah. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, oh, you'll get a fish on a big um elephant ear like leaf. Right. A dollar. Like it was crazy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? How would, I mean, how don't would get you... me wrong. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I was say, don't get me wrong. There are um things that you can't be naive about because even though things are so cheap the way how some people live, you have to think about that context. You know what I mean? Like they still have outhouses, you know? Right. So right. You mean like in some, terms of humility and being, you know, humble yeah, about what you- Yeah, yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Like uh, my first day, I was a little bit mm. kind of simple. I wore like my Kohan leather sneakers hanging out. <laughs> and I didn't I'm really done. notice I know, right? And I didn't really notice that I was just like, until the, I came home, I was just like, did I just wear some leather sneakers with people who are like, have less than? Yeah, like, yeah. it was kind of like an American thing that like, I didn't even realize. Didn't but that's why I love to travel because you really get to realize <laughs> how you can be so woke, but sometimes you ain't that woke when it comes to a different country because you just move and groove on how you do things. Well, think about it, though. We're we're in a country, for better or for worse, that we can get whatever we want. If we work, it's accessible. Right. Definitely accessible. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. 
people from other countries. And in fact, more desirable because that's what people here want. People want to, you know, buy its capitalistic society. You want to buy the Louis Vuitton. You want to buy those type of things. Everybody has to have the best, best Nikes. You have to have this. You know, we're a flashy society. That's what this country right. is built on. We are. And we have exactly. like like a hundreds of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even with my having that knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Like even me having that knowledge, like I don't do Nike, I don't do all that. But me not thinking that I'm wearing Kohans that are like 200 something dollars and leather sneakers and I'm right. out in the street. You right. see what I'm saying? So it's just like I can be looked upon as like that's ignorant. Yeah, of you course. I mean? Of course, of course. Well, Liz, what was it? What was it like for you in Brazil? Because I know you were in Brazil. Did you ex- did you get a chance to you know experience the culture in Brazil? I know you were there working, Liz. Oh me? Yeah, oh, you. <laughs> no, no, no. You were in Brazil, right? Oh, I was like, wait, wait, wait. No. Um, me. Well, you know what? I I got to to know both sides while being there. Mm-hmm. The poor were very very poor right. extremely poor but so welcoming and so humble mm-hmm. and whatever they had they would offer you you know in the most humblest mm-hmm. of ways and that to me like even the food tasted better from you know from someone that didn't yeah. have what the other side had and you know they had the favelas where you know favelas are like it takes like a whole like side whole of mountainside Brazil. yeah yeah, it's like the largest favela in the world, and it's extremely dangerous. And it's incredible to see how still these people are resilient and just make what they can out of what they have. Like, you see the houses stacked one on top of the other, literally. That you, the one person can jump into another person's house, like literally. You, you clothes hangers, people getting like you can literally see people like on a on a string you know, getting their groceries or getting whatever. And it's the simplest way of living. Yet to me, these people were happier than those that I met that were more in a bougie area. Right. Yeah. Your, cons- your concerns are completely different when you're living like that. They don't you're, have the, you're, the, you're living. You're, you're living. You're, you're worried about right. Yeah. Yeah. You're living. You're living. You're not worried about what am I wearing? What brand am I wearing? What, you know, what friends am I hanging out right. with? You know, you're not worried about that. You you worry about a living and doing the best that I can do to see if I can get out of this situation. Yeah, but right. that is what it is. And some of those places, actually, I walked into some of the the houses, right? And some of them look amazing. They look amazing. It's so clean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, what little they had, like, I would say, you know, here we have nice curtains and stuff like that. They would just have maybe like a a towel or something like that. But it's probably not a big difference at all because it says, like, think about it. If you don't know better, you don't think you can have better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't... Or almost knowing that they can't go anywhere because, you know, even with, like, yeah. my travels in Cuba, you go there and you talk to... You go there, you talk to... You know, the, the people, they know they can't get out. They know what it costs to, you know, get to buy a visa, which is more than two years of their salary. They know they're not going anywhere. So you have to become complacent. You have right. to be okay with where you are. Yes, you're frustrated. Yes, you're mad. But you make the best with what you have. Well, yeah. You're not going anywhere. Do you, think, do you think that you can live? Knowing that you live here, you've experienced this society. Do you think that if you were born in been born in a place let's say like Cuba and all the restrictions and 
all, then you can't eat this because the government, you know, like just the restrictions of it. Right. Do you think that you would have just said, this is what it is, and you would have tried to get out of it, no matter what? Because as I, you said, it takes two years' salary to get out of there. Right. I think it's a little bit of both because I think, you know, traditionally, you know you're not going anywhere. You adhere to the rules of the government because that's what's put in front of you. But now yeah. with modernization and technology, people have cell phones. Some people have cell phones. They're on the internet. They see that there's a bigger world out there and the possibility of getting out. Some of their family members have gotten out. Some of their family members are in Florida, so they're sending money back. It's the same thing in DR. You know, and a lot of the uh, Caribbean countries that we know of and maybe Brazil and across a, across the world now, you know, you know that there's better. But I think a lot of the here we go. Let's get into it. Here we go. <laughs> a lot of the terrorist actions that happen coming, you know, from the Middle East and wherever they're coming from are from the people who are frustrated because they know that they have no other way out. Yeah. You know, and that's where all this terrorist activity is coming from. They're hating the U.S. because they see that we are a capitalistic society. Their societies are not that. They want better for themselves, but know that they have no possibility. They're not going to school. They're not getting out of the country. You're restricted. Yeah. Well, what do you say to those people that, let's say, come into the country illegally, but then decide to come into the country and commit crimes? And I'm not saying they all do this mm -hmm. because that's not put an umbrella over everyone. Right. But those 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 that do come into the country because they want an opportunity. But once they get here, they don't want to do what it takes to to get that those opportunities or whatever it is. And they end up either killing or or stealing or whatever it is that that's why some some Americans in our country are saying we don't want anyone from anywhere else. Right. But that's an individual mentality because we have people in our own country who do the same thing. Where does but where does that concept come from? Where it's like, because it's okay, let's break it down to this, right? Like, where does that concept come from? Like the people who come here illegally, like they're causing crime. Like, you know, like it's like, where does that come from? Because I just feel like I really feel like they should do a statistics about that because what I see, yep. mm -hmm. what I see is like I I've been ordering Uber Eats, right? And Grubhub. Right. Good minute. I see nothing, and I always talk to them like, "Hey, how are you?" And I hear their accent. I'm like, "Oh, where are you from?" You know, I just want them to feel, you know, like, okay, just don't, yeah. just yeah, don't right. give me my stuff and go away and go you know away. I mean? right. Always make a little bit of small talk. And I notice like half of them, well, not even half, all of them are like, "I'm from here. I'm from here." They're the ones, the immigrants that are coming here. They're doing the job. That we don't want to do. Yeah. yeah. And I just and I just feel like for people to say the ones who do the crime, right? That's what they're trying to put in our heads as Americans, right? Right. I just right. Wanna, like, where is that statistic at? Where does that come from? Right. You know what I mean? Like I really and don't probably I, the ones who I, are the probably the ones who I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but the ones who are yeah. doing those things, who are committing the crimes, who are from other countries, are doing it because they can't get papers to work because they want to work. Right. Once they get here, that's probably but it. But this is like, are they the ones really doing a crime? Because I just feel like, I don't know. I just think some things is like America's just trying to make us, because think about it, right? America, we don't speak any other languages and we're such a diverse melting pot, right? Right. And then it's like, 
I just think we have something against immigrants where we're like, we just wanted to feel like, you know, if you're not American, you're not the best. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what I think sometimes. I think, think sometimes things just sound like, I don't believe. Which is you stupid know. because we're all, we're all immigrants anyway. You know, you trace your, 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 your I mean, history back oh, a couple definitely. generations. Everybody oh, here is an immigrant. I mean, think about it, John. This is not really, really, if you think about it, our land. The land was taken from Indians. Right. Right. No, definitely. We'll call them them Native Americans for political correct. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want anybody sliding up in the DMs talking about some stuff. I'm no Native American. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? oh, yeah. But yeah, you're right, Liz. You know, this land was, you know, inhabited before Christopher Columbus came and before, you know, uh, Ponce so de Leon came Columbus, and all those people. He said he came yeah. nowhere even near here. Mm-hmm. Like, right. <laughs> he didn't. You know what's so funny? Who was his PR manager? Look, we didn't make God. you nowhere near here. Let's just go ahead and say you Yo, that's a good PR. Story, uh, yeah. It pisses me off because he never really can't landed here. Nowhere near. Nowhere nope. near. Right. So it's like, how are you claiming something that you didn't even land on? Right. Um, that's a good you know PR. I mean? Well, you know, by design, this the, the rules of this country, the laws of this country were for the people who settled it, and we know who they are. We're not yes. gonna, you know. Just um, we, allegedly, right? we know who alleg- they are. I, I feel like Wendy Williams. Allegedly. Allegedly, right? <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> by design, everybody else has to adhere to the rules, uh, you know, and we've been struggling to get our, our foot in. Yeah. You know, that to is get so a seat true. at the table. But with saying that, what I was saying before was it made me realize when something previously just happened, I was just like, I'm ready to take a break. I need like a mental break. Right. You know what I mean? That's why I look on like, like I said, bookie.com, come sponsor me. Y'all know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where people, I go all the time. People in Espanol. Yeah. Sponsor me. Yeah. <laughs> <You got it. laughs> yeah. So I was just, I was like, I want to go. The place that I love the most is Mexico. That always makes mm-hmm. me feel really? Oh, yeah. Mexico, especially Tulum, it always makes me feel rejuvenated. I always feel happy. Um, And plus, Tulum is like a place where you, it's water. All you can do is swim. It's like, you know what I mean? I love the sonote. So I was just like thinking to myself of like, Uh, when is it time to take a break? When do you need to be like... When do you need to take a break? That's a good question. Let's let's go into that. Yeah, when do you need to take a break? I was was just going to ask you that. Um, I mean, I think... It comes from, you know, for me personally, I, I, I am, I'm a creature of habit. So I kind of do the same things in the same way. Every day I eat the same food. I wear the same color clothes. I threw on a little something different today just for you guys. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a creature of habit. And then all of a sudden you just yeah. get to a point where you're bored. You need to break away. You need yeah. to do something fresh. You need to relax your mind. You need to, you know, not have to think about so much. Maybe I want to go somewhere and read, or maybe I mm. want to, you know, just have quiet time away from even my home, which is my solace. Yeah. But you need right. a break from your daily routine. Right. 
I'm with you know? that. And I think that's periodically, you know, you, you need to refresh yourself and refresh your mind. So, yeah, I like, I mean, yeah, I've been feeling that that way. I've been feeling that I, I need to fly, take a plane, be on a plane and fly, mm-hmm. go somewhere, anywhere. Most of you us know? haven't even been done that since, since the pandemic happened. I know I, have. I haven't done that since 2000. Oh, my God. Since 2011. Right. Oh, exactly. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. I could never. Right. Oh, girl. I haven't taken a flight since October of this of last year. Right. And and so you're one of the you're done. one of the few people. Well, not few, but you're one of the people who traveled during the pandemic. Oh, that yeah. was still in the you know in the middle of the pandemic, the tail end of it. <laughs> yeah, I was too like paranoid, and that's when flights and hotels were like. I'm gonna be honest. I was very, I was very shocked. I was very cautious during the pandemic, um, and I was in a role like I was thriving the pandemic. I was writing. I had a structure, right? And I was sleeping where well. I was like everything was great. But what I didn't know when the pandemic, like I went away to Mexico for like nine days, and it was like two hundred like ninety dollars to be away at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. If I knew what I knew now. I would have just went away for the whole summer in Mexico. Right. Wow. Now, in retrospect, I'm sure a lot of people would. I was, um, even when I was gone for nine days, I was like, why are you only gone for nine days? Right. Like, you know. And you went alone? You were just out there alone? Oh, girl, yes. I just went alone. I I do a lot of solo traveling. Like, I don't wait on nobody. Like, right. I, I would imagine like this. And we've talked about this before, Ashley, if, yeah. during the pandemic, if you had, you know, the financial backing to do it, why wouldn't you go away? If you weren't afraid of, you know, adhering to all the protocols that the businesses yeah. had, that's the best time to go. You got the cheap and flights. The you got the cheap hotels. Yeah. All you had to do was make sure you had a test 72 hours before I did a private doctor because that's when they didn't have, you know, the COVID test on the street all the time. So okay. I did a doctor and he just did the time of like, you know, giving me some extra room. And that was it. Like, it was just easy peasy. Hmm. And I mean, the school wasn't really making bank during a pandemic. Right. I think yeah. everybody was getting like $7,000. That's true. Yeah, I that's think Marco got even more. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. cool. You know, it was easy. But I, what I'm saying is, like, I didn't stay away. Like, I did two trips, but at the end of the day, if I was, like, really thinking about, like, oh, maybe I should go, I should, you know, should have, you know, went to a whole different, like, stayed in Mexico for a whole, at least a month. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, true. A month. You guys, write in the comments, too. Let us know. Did you guys go away? Were you afraid to uh, travel during the pandemic? What did you limit yourself from doing during right. the pandemic? Um, what do you still limit yourself now from doing because of it? Because now, like, people have a certain mindset, though, if you think about it. Like, they're carrying over what was going on in the pandemic to now, where they're afraid to touch anyone. They're afraid people to People are touch stressed them. the F out. We but that's, out. But that's why we need a sabbatical. Exactly. That's why because we need a break. Because that PTSD is kicking in. And then also, it is. you're trying to same life you had before the pandemic. And it's like, honey, three right. years gone. Listen, yeah, I, let me tell yeah, you, yeah. Listen, listen, I mean, back to what we were doing this weekend. I went out last night for the first time, right? So I had a rehearsal for, for the show, for my upcoming yeah. show. So yeah. we, went, thank you. We, went to, we went to a bar.
because the play takes place in a bar. So we were trying to do the whole active thing. You know, of course, we had a beer, but because <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of drinks, we had a shot of beer. But we had, you know, to get in the environment, we went to a bar. But part of me was nervous because nobody was checking ID. Nobody was checking, you know, the test at the door. Uh, oh, that's over. Nobody had masks. Yeah, that that's whole thing is fun. over. But I haven't been out, right? So nobody. Um, so we were all sitting in close proximity to each other too. So you know, in your mind, you're thinking, I don't have a mask on. I don't, you know, I'm sitting yep. right next to somebody, and I don't know if they're. So all these things were going in my mind, and then I finally had to let it go. You had to let it go. Oh wow, that's, that's the so PTSD that's happening to people right now. Yep. You know? It happens to me. It's real. I, I get it. You it's know what? Real. That's not happened to me. What's happening to me is I feel like am I catching up with my goals or some of the goals I don't want anymore? I'm in between. I'm 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 in that realm of thinking. Like I don't care do about yeah. Like I'm from a thinking like it doesn't bother me about the mask or none of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that the goals I had pre-pandemic like March 13th, 2020. I remember it like to this day. Mm-hmm. Like when your goals just stopped, where it's like you couldn't pursue things oh. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And so it's it, like, yeah. Yeah. So it's it makes me think like Am I behind in my goals or do some goals I need to let go or am I mm. holding on to goals that like I used to love, but maybe I don't want anymore. I'm, I'm wondering like, who am I, who have I become after three years? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's yeah, goals yeah. that I want to do in 2020 and I'm mm. noticing there's a lot of goals that I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Well, we've talked about this, Liz. We've talked yeah. about this and we've talked about this. Your yeah. goals change. You yeah. Know, not only daily, but they change in minute. the long scope. Yeah, minute by minute, they change in the long scope. Yeah. You know, because every day we're learning, we're learning more about ourselves, and we have to be able to switch. You know where we're going. It's still part of yeah. who we are. But yeah. My, like like we talked about before. My goal. I never thought I would be hosting a podcast. Ashley, you never thought you'd be hosting a podcast. No. Liz, you never thought you'd be possible. But during the pandemic, things turned virtual. Right. And here we yeah. are. Yeah, we have this. Right. So you know, it but doesn't you know mean it I doesn't think... mean that Liz is not still singing and songwriting yeah. and yeah. You know, pursuing music. And actually, you're not screenwriting. Maybe you don't yeah. want to be on a TV show, or maybe you're not doing for it. You know, whatever. It just changes yeah. slightly. I'm still acting. Yeah, but I guess right. what I'm saying, like the Pam David makes you think. It is. It's that subconscious makes you think. Like, are you behind? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like, am I behind? Because sometimes you say, like you just said, you forget that you're like, that's not what I want to do anymore. But then you be thinking like, am I behind or certain things? Like, oh, and, but I also think in that same token, the reverse of it, I, I, I feel that I've noticed some people that they just completely abandoned who they were back in 2020 and now are a completely different person. Right. You know, like right. they just like changed everything. And yeah. it's like, Whoa, where they live. Think about it. People just uprooted from, let's say, New York. To yeah, a lot of people left New York. Yeah. yeah. A whole bunch of people migrated out of New York. It was like a, a big migration going mm-hmm. on at the same time. Right. You yeah. know, 
it's like New York was being left empty. Yeah, it was a time for reevaluation. You know, we've said this before too. We reset, we reevaluate. Nature mm-hmm. reset us. So our go- so your goals have to change because obviously the way things are being done now is different. Oh um, yeah. You know, the oh, way yeah. the the pathway yeah. to be a screenwriter is different. The pathway to be a singer songwriter is different. Yeah. You know, the way we do acting is is different now. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we have to reset. We have to. So you're right on time. We're right on time. I love know? that. We're right on time. We're right on time. I love that. Yeah, yeah. We really are. People, people, some people might think, you know, that's a good statement. We're right on time. You know, mm-hmm. some people feel that the, that's it. There's no more. Their life is over after a pandemic. And it's probably just beginning. It is. Probably where you Oh, were. definitely. You definitely. Know, I especially, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Especially like people who lost their businesses. Okay. So you start again. You start somewhere yeah. else. You know, and make something new. Right. You have to. You're forced to. You have to. And yeah. you don't know if something better is going to come out of it. Something better. Do you, may do happen. you feel? Do you? Do either of you feel that your life is better now than pre-pandemic? I do. Oh my gosh! I feel like I am way more healed in so many things because there's a lot of things that I couldn't even touch because I was in the hustle and I will always put in a box family stuff put in a box love life put in a box right you know all these things in a box in a box and when the pandemic happened it just really was like oh I have plenty of time to take care of this stuff on my own pace yes yes that's exactly everybody everybody who's watching let us know is your life different is it better or worse type in it type in the chat box let us know yeah we want to know and um, I noticed, like, I feal from so many things that I thought, like, I never would heal from. I mean, don't get me wrong, but the healing was long. It was, like, hurtful. It was a lot of things. But it was so nice to do it at my own pace. Okay, you had yeah. that, that space, yeah, that time. Because nothing's worse when you're trying to heal and you got to go to work. Then you got to be around people. And then you got, it, it was just nice to be, like, if I had something that triggered me, I can just go watch a movie or just be by to myself. You know what I mean? It was just yeah, really, yeah. Really nice. It was like a nice, it was like a nice retreat for myself. Yeah. For me, yeah. and I definitely hear you, which is true. You know, it's, it was easier. Like if you were going through something that you had the time without all the noise, outside noise, whatever that might be to mm-hmm. prevent you from actually taking the time to do that. Um, for me, uh, I think that the most, one of the, one of the most powerful things that I learned was the power of no. Mm. Wow. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Because it's like before, prior to that, it was, okay, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Okay. Sure. Yes. Sure. And even if I couldn't, or if I didn't want to, I still went ahead, you know, and did yeah. certain things and whether it was work, whether it was personal, whether it was, you know, even, even. I don't want to talk right now, but I'm like, okay, I'll talk on the phone right now. I just don't feel Bye. like about to talk on the phone right now. You know, like, eh. And then now I'm more like, no. And it felt strange. It's almost like you have to teach yourself. If you're not a no person, if you're a yes person, to teach yourself to be a no person, not in a negative way, but in a way that empowers you and says, no, take your power back. You know, like, no. And then I've been using that, you know, when need be. And it, fe- it still feels strange, but I still feel empowered. I'm like, yes, I said no, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said no. And I'm okay with the no that I gave. 
And no, if y'all like lose friends or anything or lovers or anything, Ooh, yeah. or even pieces of yourself that you're like, people, even if you, even if you didn't lose friends, then people like, they couldn't be your friend anymore. Like on the vice versa end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no, you know what I discovered throughout this time too, that I grew out of some people. And growing out of some people, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that you're both walking different paths. Whatever the journey was that you had yeah. together, now that's it. Not that I'm going to hate you. Not that I'm not going to talk to you. But I'm not going to be around you as much anymore. Your energy is not going to be really in my space anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm setting you free. Go. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. Like, wings, fly away, shoo, shoo. You know? So it's like a lot of things. I discovered a lot of things about me that either I was scared to say I can do that or I don't like that about me or you know whatever I face myself in the mirror the man in the mirror like Michael Jackson says yeah. right yeah I faced that you know and I said okay with the good the bad the ugly whatever the heck in between this is who I am now what is that you want to take out what is it you want to stay with who cares what anybody else says because it's not anybody else it's you you know so I learned to have more self-love, I would say. That's interesting because I think all of this stems from what, we, what we're talking about. It's from taking a break. We yeah. actually had time to take a break from the normal routine of our job during the pandemic, do some self-reflection, like you said, learn about ourselves, make decisions, change the course yeah. of our path and trajectory. And that's what this was. We had a break. Yeah. So now we're yeah. sort of going back into the work world and, you know, the grind. And so now we're ready for another break, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know? I don't need a long break. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't need a long break year. And also, I will say this because of 2021. That went by like a blur. I don't even know what the hell. Oh, my is. God. Didn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. I don't even know I can't tell you. what I learned. I don't know what I did because I was like, 2021 didn't make any sense. Like, oh no. my God. Right. I so agree with, I, like, I don't know what that, me neither. If you tell me, hey Liz, what you do? I'm like, uh. Yeah, I don't remember 2021. Yeah. I feel I like 2022 is like a better year for me of like, kind of like 2021. I mean, like, did I even work? I don't remember. I, I don't, I think we were still kind of on lockdown in a way. I, I don't even yeah. remember what I was doing. 2020, like when the whole thing happened, it was almost like chaos, like chaos broke out, ensued. And then it just kind of like slowed down. And, you know, then it just was like a blur for a while. I, I felt, I felt yeah. like we were all like 20, like you said, 2020 happened. It was like the, the, the war exploded on earth. And then 2021 was like, we are all walking in the desert. Yeah, like everybody was in limbo. Everybody was in limbo, all walking together, like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. You know, some people still died off. And Mm -hmm. the the few that remained are now walking into 2020. It was like post-apocalyptic. It was like we went through an apocalypse and then we were just all walking around, yeah. I was like, so confused of like, I'm like, what, what's happening? Because it made me not want to do anything. I was like, I'm just so confused. Like, what do you want me to do? Right. Me too. Like, me too. I feel like, like, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm staying home. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. I'm not even work 2021. I was right. just like, no, we're not doing this. Like, yeah. I, I told myself, we're opting out of this craziness. Like, we're not just. Yes, no. It's like, hey, Liz, do you want to do that? Uh, no, it's okay. I don't. You sure? Yeah, I'm fine. 
train for the first time in a long time you know wow. Wait, it was okay what? yeah so i had to take the train to the city yesterday to the lower east side how did so you feel tonight so i'm you, going up to harlem so you haven't been taking the train at all no because i no, i've been brooklyn i mean i've taken it maybe once or twice but oh, so how did it feel wow yeah. you are so blessed yeah <laughs> so blessed yeah so yeah. I, I, feel. I feel like i'm yeah it feels good it feels good it feels normal well i went to my good for me second rooftop party and Ooh. it was oh girl it felt like old new york again it Ooh. really felt like old new york don't you I, love I rooftop parties oh i love the bomb um because we went to the one in mid girl beautiful beautiful magic hour on midtown was so beautiful oh wow Ooh. it was really nice the music was good everyone was friendly people were like you can tell everyone was just happy to be out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can tell everyone was really happy to be out. And I felt really good to be out. Like, That's it was good. really, it was really nice. Man, so, like, that, that, what about you? That, that we need, we need human connection. Oh, we yeah, do. definitely. Yeah, we do. I never really realized that until it got to... 2021. No, when it got to 2020, like late in the winter, mm -hmm. uh -huh. I was like, man, like I really miss getting, like, I really need physical touch. I remember there was like at least a week. I never felt this way throughout all 2020 until the fall came. I was really doing bad mentally where I was like, I really need physical touch. It didn't mean like sex or anything. No. I just meant I needed, mm -hmm. like, I really needed a hug. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I did yeah. like uh, some, yeah. one of my friends, I had a we had a fuss about it because they just thought it was just like, oh, you don't need that. You're you know, and I'm just like, no, I I really need like physical touch. Like it's yeah, not nothing to do with do. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and, I mean this yeah. person, you know, but I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. Like I'm a human being. And right. I think what 2020 made me realize was my needs and desires. And my feelings count. Cause I never noticed, like, I was like, maybe this person's been talking like this all the time to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or you, you know how your friends, like, when you talk about things, they try to be like, no, you're fine. You need to get yeah. over that. Like, and yeah. I started like, no, I don't. Right, like, yeah. my feelings are validated. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a machine, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you I something that a I lot about myself. To like, that question, to, to answer that question, um, 
I still think I still think I'm going through through some sort of like PTSD, like you had mentioned before, Marcos, with, with this whole thing that we're all collectively going through some some sort of PTSD regarding that. And like you, Ashley, I, I feel the same way where I completely detached myself from anyone even touching me in any way, shape or form. Nope, you touch me, I'm going to get something, you know? And now yesterday, somebody held my hand, right? Went to hold my hand and I literally jumped. But I know this person, like I know this person. And we were talking and they just like grabbed my hand to like say something like blah, blah. I'm like, I went like that, you know? And they're like, whoa, what happened? We're like, we're from prison. Like right. we just got a prison. We yeah. just and it felt so strange. It's it felt strange. so weird to feel like contact because I haven't like done that. It felt so weird to just feel someone else just like grab my hand. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know? And they're like, they were like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I literally went like that. I said, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know? And for me, I I love it even more because I used to be a person like I'm not really a hugger. Now right. I'm like I love holding hands. I love smelling. I I really like. I don't take none of that stuff for granted anymore. I really hit something right on the nose. I'm piggybacking right. off of what you said. Before mm-hmm. I say it, everyone, this is super interesting. Please let us know what you feel about this. Are you going through some form of PTSD? Is it is is any kind of human contact touch or anything like that make you feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Have you reacted in a in a jumpy or negative way? And now piggybacking off of what you said, Ashley, and what did you say? Because I just lost it. What was the last thing you oh, said? Oh, I was saying that I don't take that for granted anymore. That's what I was saying. Like now, like I love being holding hands. I love smelling someone. I love holding somebody. I love hugs. Like okay. now, that's what I was going to say, yeah. you know, you know, this is the thing, whatever we took for granted before with each other as a human race, mm-hmm. where we just like discarded, I don't want to touch you even before then. No, don't touch me. Don't help me. You know, now we crave for it. You see? And so all that, what I'm trying to say with this is love on each other, mm-hmm. appreciate each other, right? you know, um, if you can see a friend, see the friend. If you could talk to someone, talk to someone. If you want to go out, go out, have the experience because the experience could be just taken away in a matter of seconds. Because we, true. you know what I Absolutely mean? Absolutely right. We and I think, I, I'm sorry, Liz, I don't want to cut you out, but no, I think we, you, you, you hit the nail right on the head. And I think this is what we need to leave with is that love is important. Yes. We need to see our friends. We lost so many people along the way. Imagine in the last three years, how many people this earth has lost due to COVID and other, yeah. other things. Now the war. We need to make memories. We need mm-hmm. to connect. Connect with human people. Right. Feelings. Yes. Love. That's what's important. I know I'm going out for the summer. I'm going to be out. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I got Listen, I deserve it. I deserve it. It's been two since 2011. Right. I have two trips planned, Mexico and Greece. There you go. See, <gasps> Greece, everybody, let us know where you're going to go for your vacation. How are you going to connect with people? How are you going to make memories? Please write in the chat box. Leave us a comment down below. Make sure you ring the bell on top. We got more episodes coming. We're Tuesday and Thursday on the video chats. Audio podcast is available at midnight the night before 
Check us out. Go to anchor.fm backslash one mic night talk. Check us out. That's our podcast page. Just show us some love there. I'm Marcos Luis. You can find me sliding to the DMs, like Ashley says, at Marcos Luis, M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. I'll be posting on Instagram my upcoming shows. I have a new film out. I'll be traveling with that. Ooh, Ashley, tell them how we can reach you. Um, Just reach me at Ashley Elizabeth Green on the IG. Send me DMs. Send me funny reels. Some people have sent me funny reels. I love it, love it, love it. Um, send me what you would like to talk about for like hot topics, things like that. That would be amazing. Liz. Liz I'll spell it out. L-I-Z-N-E-N-E-Z-E-S. Music. Find me on all IGs. Download my music if you like it. Comment on our video. Let us know you like what we're, we're bringing to you. Send me messages like all, them too, too. I receive messages. That's Slide right. into my DM. Send me a message. Let me know what you would like us to talk about. I will respond. And yes, it, it will be me responding. That's right. <laughs> and don't ask her where she lives because she won't tell you that. I, I <laughs> You guys follow the show at One Mike Night. One Mike Night is spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T-E. Join the Facebook community at One Mike Night. Post your shows. Post everything on the One Mike Night page if you like. And also, I'm going to say this. I'm going to plug this because Liz is so humble. Please make sure you go to Liz's music page and check out her music, download her music. She's the number one selling artist. If you like Bossa Nova, please check her out. Incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marcos. Thank you. I mean, you have have the three of us, you know, I think that there's a lot of humbleness here in the group. And, you know, guys, we we do this because we love it. We do it because we want to reach out to you. And one thing I have to say is share, 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 share the show. Definitely share the show. Please, we need your help. Thank you for joining us for this one, this episode of One Mike Night Talk. We are Los quiero, chao. We love you. We love you. <laughs>